everybody. It's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for tuning in to the ultimate journey of self-care. I am so excited to be with you on this last Tuesday morning of 2020. If you can believe that. Who would have thought that this year would have turned out the way that it has? And so I really, what I really want to share with you today is do something a little different. I have been doing a lot of thinking and reflecting as I'm planning for next year and wanted to share with you what I consider to be probably my three biggest lessons of this year in general, especially when it comes to how we do us. And this is the time of year when so many of you are probably looking ahead already. Maybe you sort of put 2020 in the rearview mirror and you're looking ahead to what is coming around the corner for the new year. And regardless of what your goals and your intentions are for yourself and for your life and for your fitness and for your self-care and anything else that you're that you're working on and that's front and center for you. I want you to listen today with an open mind and see how you can apply any of these lessons to how you go forward and look at 2021. Um, and I'm doing this for a couple reasons, but one is, is that I'm hearing from so many people, oh, I can't wait till this year's over with. I'm so ready for it to be done. And maybe that's the case. Honestly, there's a big part of me that feels like that too. But as we look into 2021, I think we would be doing ourselves a huge disservice not to look back at what we've learned and taken in from all the chaos that's been 2020 and how we can apply those lessons going forward so that we can manifest all of what we desire for ourselves and for our lives in general. So today are those three big learning lessons. And maybe hopefully you'll find some somewhere in some of what I'm going to share that you can take forward and walk away with today and apply to however it is that you're doing your life. Um, so that's going to be our subject for today. Um, I hope that you've had, that you are enjoying a fantastic holiday, however that looks for you. Um, I know a lot of us probably aren't traveling and getting together with people this time of year. Um, and maybe you are, and if you are, wonderful. And if you're not, know that I feel you and know that there's going to be better days ahead for all of us down the road when hopefully we can look at some semblance of normal again. Maybe for you, that's already happened. That's great. Um, but maybe for those of you out there that are struggling, that are you know wondering when there's going to be a better day around the corner, wondering when everything is going to pass, just know that it is whatever you desire is still possible for you. I, I guess that's the big message that I want to share today is that I don't want anyone to leave today, particularly after listening today, and feel like they have no options because there are options. And I just want you to know not to give up and to hang with me, okay? So I'm going to share with you these three lessons and give you some examples. So hopefully you can walk away with some, you know, information and some easy tidbits that you can begin to apply to your life today. And then I'm going to share what we're going to be doing in January at CU Fitness with some of our new programs and what some of our retreat calendar is going to look like. So I'm going to share all that with you at the end of today's show. So, um, so hang with me and just know that all that is coming. So, so let's dive into what I'm going to talk about today. And that is these three big lessons. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you know, I did this and I wish I hadn't, or I did this and it went great. And therefore I want to share this with you. But Really, I want to treat it like these are just reflections from this year, because obviously I think all of us would be being really dishonest if we said that our year has not looked, you know, different than what we thought it was going to look in January and February of this year, if you can think back that far. 
uh, for some of us, I know it seems like such a long time ago, it's hard to imagine what things actually looked like before COVID really entered our lives and how all of that's affected the world as we know it. So as far as the three big lessons, I lead off with that because the first lesson I think is so important as we move into a new year, and that is to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for uh, what hasn't really gone the way that you thought. Maybe you can go back and think of things you wish you had done different. Maybe once we went into quarantine, you had grand expectations for how all that was going to go, and maybe it didn't. And so it's really easy to turn that frustration and anger on ourselves. And when we do that, we do things that don't necessarily serve us. Maybe we eat foods that aren't really good for us. Maybe we drink more than what we would normally do. Maybe we ignore taking care of ourselves in general. So so take a step back with me for a minute and just think about things that maybe you wish you had, you could hit the rewind button on and do again. And maybe it goes back further than this year. Maybe it goes back a few years. Because often when we're trying to look at making positive changes for us, it almost always brings up things from the past, maybe things that we wish hadn't happened. And that's when we tend to, to try to blame ourselves. We wish that, well, if I hadn't gone there, if I hadn't said that, if I hadn't done that, if only I had done it this way, it's really easy to fall into that rabbit hole. And the problem with this is, is that you're putting yourself in a position where you absolutely have no control because the past has already happened. And a colleague of mine in the mindset space says there are three things that we have no control over. One is the past, one is other people, and one is events of the world. And I don't know any other way that we can look at 2020 without applying that rule in general. Okay. So have the courage for yourself to look inside of yourself and ask questions. What is it that I wish I had done different? And why do I think that? Instead of saying, I really wish I had done that different. I'm just not that smart. Or, gosh, you're so stupid. How could you have done that? Um, You know, and all the negative self-talk that goes with that. So the worst thing you can do in a situation like that is really beat up on yourself. Because you're putting yourself in a position where it doesn't really matter what you do. It's not going to change the outcome. So instead of doing that, by forgiving yourself, what you're doing is you're showing yourself some compassion. You're basically telling yourself that you'll try again and that whatever happened has happened and hopefully you've learned something from it. And the more important question is, is what are you going to do going forward? What is your intention today and how does that reflect how you do you going forward? Those are bigger questions to ask. And it takes a lot of courage to be able to do that because for some of us, for things that we wish we had done different, maybe those things go a lot deeper than what we want to admit. And maybe we feel like when we're trying to take a step forward, that there's that nagging little voice there telling us not to forget about what happened last time. And so what I want to tell you today going forward for the rest of this year and next year and even beyond that is to just let that go. You know, be curious and ask those questions of yourself, but not from the standpoint of why did I do that? But what would it look like if I did it different this time around? Try not to beat yourself up. Because when you forgive yourself, it's like you're letting a weight go. And there's probably lots of things that we all wish we hadn't done in the grand scheme of things. I really haven't talked with many people over the course of my lifetime who haven't said that at one point in time or another. So approach it from the standpoint that you're being a student and that 
you know, going forward, you do, you always have a choice going forward. We don't necessarily have a choice over what's already happened, but we do have a choice of how we go, how we react, how we decide, how we choose things going forward. So, and when you forgive yourself, you're allowing yourself that opportunity. Watch playing the compare game. Try not to compare yourself to other people, to other people in your industry, to other people that you know that maybe have things that you wish you had. Don't do that because you're putting yourself again in a position where you can't necessarily do anything about it. I mean, other people are going to be who they are. The, the biggest person that you can impact today is yourself. Be courageous enough to ask those questions of yourself, but also be courageous enough to, you know, let it go. and Think of it as you're ripping off a piece of paper that has no more room to write on it and you're starting something different. And this is a lot of what we do in our programs when we help help you design what I like to call a fitness and self-care blueprint. You know, we reverse engineer where you want to be six months from now and back up so that you have the exact steps and targets that you can hit in the meantime. So you don't feel like you're just, you know, going at things aimlessly. Okay. So, you know, tip number one and lesson number one is to, you know, look at try to forgive yourself. And for me, that what this, what that has meant for me this year is forgetting what I should have done prior to now. Um, You know, I started off this year in a, a really on a really high note with my business. I had lots of things in the hopper. I had lots of things planned, lots of things that just seemed to be going my way. And it had taken me a little while to get to that point. And so when everything happened this year and I had to obviously had to stop a lot of it, you know, the first thing I wanted to do was, was, you know, obviously like everyone else, I was frustrated and angry that everything was happening because it didn't seem that it was, you know, it just didn't even seem real. And it all happened so fast. I don't think any of us had a lot of time to really think. But I also immediately went to that place in my mind where, you know, if last year I had done things a little different, then maybe, you know, it wouldn't have taken me as long to get to where I, where I really wanted to be. And so in a sense, I felt like I was having things taken away from me. And so, you know, the first person I blamed was myself, even though I knew that a lot of that really wasn't my fault. But on the other hand, I really wouldn't be where I am today had I not learned the things that I learned last year and the year before in the journey of entrepreneurship. It's always more about what you don't know than what you do know. And so for me, getting to the point where I'm learning to give myself more grace, more time and space to learn and figure things out, since essentially this has basically been a start over year for me too. I don't know about you. So forgiving yourself is a big piece of that. It's allowing yourself the time and the space to process and move through what you don't like that's happening and look for the lessons and look for the things that, you know, you know, you actually have a chance to do something about now. So it it took me a little while to get to that point, but I can tell you that when you do get to that point, it feels like you're losing a huge weight off of your back. You know, we're always our own worst critic. And so if we can learn to give ourselves a little grace and not really be super hard. It's okay to have high expectations, but we also want to remember to give ourselves time and space to make mistakes and to fail and to figure out what the next step is. And we can't do that unless we, you know, forgive ourselves for everything that's happened until now, because we can't do anything about it. So that's my tip. That's my lesson. Number one, lesson number two is to work on yourself. If you really want your life to be better, then the best thing you can do is work on you. Work on all aspects of yourself. What happens so much of the time is is that people work on the things that they're good at. 
like dive deeper into that. You know, if you're really good at business, if you're really good at writing, if you're really good at, you know, certain things in your life, you tend to want to spend more time doing those things. And that's human nature. You know, we tend to self-select into things that we like and that we're good at. But the problem with that is that we often don't take a look at things in us that we know we should be working on. And the language we use with ourselves is, I know I need to, I should do that. I know I've got to do that. And I haven't done that yet. And there's a completely different energy that goes with that. And today I'm going to address this because it's something that I get to do for myself. So instead of saying, you know, I have to do this or I should be doing this, you're saying I get to do this for me. And this is for all aspects of your life. So it may be obviously working on a fitness program. You know, maybe you have a goal, a fitness goal or a fitness um, target that you want to hit. Maybe you want to compete in a race. Maybe there are things in your personal life that need attention. Maybe you need to resolve a conflict with a friend or a family member. Maybe getting really close and intimate with your finances and, you know, getting out of debt maybe or setting a savings goal or setting a goal for something that you know you want to purchase in the new year. And maybe if you don't feel, if you feel like you've made mistakes in your finances up until now, then it can be easy to ignore that. And so working on all aspects of your life is what makes you better. It makes your whole life better because you pay more attention to all those aspects of yourself. And I don't want you to think of this as one more task on the list, as one more thing that needs doing, as one more thing that you quote unquote have to do, um, because the learning experience isn't there when you do that. So challenge yourself with things that are really hard for you or things that you perceive to be not your strong suit, things that you perceive that you've had trouble with in the past. And I think one of the biggest things that I've heard from people this year is being consistent with a regular workout program. For so many people that were used to going to classes or used to going to gyms in person this year, all of that has changed. And so, you know, what I hear from people is, is that I'm sitting more, I'm not as active, I'm around food more, you know, I don't have that supportive community because I'm used to going to a class and being accountable and I don't have that now. So think instead of how can you make that look different and how can you challenge yourself in spite of the fact that that support net has been taken away from you. And this is where what we can help with in our programs because we not only can teach you and, um, and work with you on developing a blueprint, but we can give you those target and accountability points so that you have that support that you need and that you desire for your success. So work on all aspects of your life. You know, maybe this is the time to pick up a new hobby. Maybe this is a time to finally clean out those closets or clean out those dresser drawers, or maybe it's, you know, go through those old boxes in your basement or your attic that you've been meaning to do. Um, maybe it's finally to take care of some repairs around your house, or maybe it's time to, um, you know, reach out to that friend that you haven't talked to in years and that you keep telling yourself, I'm going to, I'm going to, but that you don't, you know, the reason why we don't do things is, is that we don't want to feel a certain way about them. And maybe if we, we perceive that things that, you know, we don't like, or that we struggle with in the past, it's easy to rationalize to ourselves. Well, you know, I wasn't successful at it before. You know, I don't want to go there again. I don't want to start something and not be able to see it through. And if you find yourself saying that, then that's exactly what you should be doing and, and will hopefully want to be doing to help improve yourself because that's an area that you know you need support with. You know, it took me a while in my life to get to a point where I had to 
ask for help in a lot of areas in my business and in my life because we can't do everything on our own. We're not meant to do everything on our own. We're meant to have help and support to do the things that can be difficult and challenging for us. And it was when I got support in those areas that everything changed, you know, from when I hired a coach, from when I started doing more group fitness classes for myself rather than just showing up as a teacher, whether it's, you know, signing in and joining some online accountability groups, um, whether it's getting help with some of my writing, you know, there are things that we can tell ourselves. These are things that are hard. These are things that we know we struggle with and that we want to have. We want to believe in ourselves, number one, that we can actually do it. And if we don't, we don't believe in ourselves enough to see it through, then all that's going to be is a reminder to us. And we keep telling ourselves as a result that we can't do it. And so if you find yourself saying that, that's a golden opportunity to say, this is an area of my life where I can really challenge myself. And how can I make this look different? so that I remain inspired to stay in it. And sometimes that means asking for support. Sometimes it means getting getting help on something that maybe you're not super crazy about, but you know it's something that's good for you. It, you know, it's tying into that long-term vision that you want for yourself. You know, if you want to feel really amazing later in your life and not worry about injuries, if you want to be able to say yes to a long trip that you know will be physically demanding for you, you know, what would you need to do to be able to do that? And these are all things that I would encourage you to challenge working on within yourself so that, you know, you can, you know, you can see those benefits in other areas of your life. Because how we do one thing is usually how we do everything. If you're really laser light focused on business, then odds are, you know, you're really laser light. When you put your mind to doing something, you're really laser light committed. The problem with that is that there are other things that fall through the cracks. So work on yourself in all aspects of your life. The more you work on yourself, the better your life will be. The more you'll learn to care about yourself, the more self-care will mean to you, the more different things you'll find that you actually feel inspired to do and challenged to do. But, it, but it'll be in a way that You teach yourself that you can do hard things. That's the other piece is that mentally we want to teach ourselves that it's not as hard as we make it out to be. So work on all aspects of your life, not just one or two areas, not just working on making a certain amount of money or growing your business or, you know, being the best mom or dad that you can be. Those are all admirable things. But if we ignore the other areas of our life at the expense of that, then we can't be expected to show up fully and enjoy the things that we really desire to for our lives. So think about that. That's tip number two or lesson number two. And finally, lesson number three is trust. And this is a really tough one. It's tough to explain, but it's even tougher to do. And I say that because it really requires a working knowledge of not just knowing what it is that you want and why you want it, but to stay connected to that even when nothing else seems to be going right. And we can all think of days this year where that's been the case. You know, we can all think of, of things in our lives. Obviously, take this year, for, ex- for example, you know, where nothing, there were, you know, days for me where I felt like nothing was working, you know. And if you listen to the media, you know, all the time and you hear the doom and gloom and all the rising numbers of cases everywhere, depending on where you live. And, you know, you, you can start to think that this is really the new normal. This is the way it's going to be. And so... This is where you really have to be connected to not just what you believe, 
but what it is that you really desire for yourself and for your life, you know, outside of everything that you deal with on a daily basis. And some days it can feel like work. I mean, honestly, I mean, there are plenty of days this year where it felt like such a chore for me just to get through the day. And a lot of that were just the things I was telling myself about everything that was happening. And I felt so out of control and I'm used to being in control, you know, of my life and my business and things that I, that I do. But here's the thing though, you can challenge what it is you believe. In other words, you can question, you know, what's happening without losing trust in what it is that you really desire for you. Sometimes when we're challenged to trust, it's an exercise in patience and to know that if we're really thinking and knowing that we have something in our heart that's really important to us, there's absolutely no reason why that thing can't, whatever it is, can come to us if we trust enough in the plan and the process for our life. And, you know, we're, cha- we're called to be a higher uh, active player in that process. You know, we're called to be, you know, to take inspired action. This is why, you know, if just doing everything on the list may make you feel really accomplished at the end of the day, but it may or may not move you closer to getting what it is that you want. And after a while, you'll get tired and you'll feel uninspired and you'll feel like I'm really good at doing all these things, but is it really helping me get closer to what it is that I want? And so sometimes we have to be okay with nothing. We have to be okay with nothing happening. We almost have to be okay with things just staying the way that they are. And in there somewhere, is a lesson for us in that there's always something that we can walk away from if we're walk away with rather, if we're willing to sit with it long enough and look for what the lesson is rather than always wanting to see the evidence that what we're doing is working, you know, and it might be say, if you've been struggling with staying on track with fitness and activity, or maybe you struggle with trying to go to bed at a decent hour, or maybe you're struggling with trying to juggle a lot of things in your life right now then maybe the lesson in all that, if you're consistently feeling the struggle, maybe the lesson for that is how can you look at that different? Maybe the lesson is this is all challenging your mindset to show you that these are all things you can do or they wouldn't be in your life to start with. You know, we're really good at telling ourselves why things are hard, why things are unpleasant, why things um, take longer than we feel like they should. You know, why can't I do anything right? We get good at what we do often. You know, you've heard me say that a lot on the show and in the space, but the reality is, is that we get good at it because we simply practice it and we can get good at doing something else if we commit to practicing that often as well. So learn to trust, even when you don't see anything happening that is in your favor, that things will happen in your favor. Sometimes we have to be okay with, you know, being in a spot that we feel completely uncomfortable in. You know, we have to be okay with, you know, asking the questions and being the student and being in a position where we're, we're not in control because life is 50-50. You know, it, there are a lot of good things. There are a lot of things that, you know, we obviously don't want to repeat. There are things that we want to just simply put behind us in the rearview mirror and simply move on. You know, there are no guarantees. So be okay with what you don't know and kind of look at it as, you know, you're, I don't want to say you're in between places but you're actually on your way to something better for you. You know, and and I know that sounds kind of deep and that's been a real lesson for me this year. I've always been one to set goals and plans and map out what my strategy is. And this year in general, all of that's gone out the window because there've been so many things that have been completely out of my control. 
that it's really taught me just to roll with it, you know, to listen to my instinct. And more importantly, I think to just be okay with when things don't happen the way that I think they should to look for the lesson and say, what is it that I can do different next time? And it's not that I wasn't doing that before, but I just wasn't spending as much time in the space of asking the questions as I have been this year. And I can tell you that I'm better positioned, I think, for next year as a result of that. And if I had just gone through this year being, you know, as busy and having as many things going on as I had at the beginning of the year. So maybe somewhere in your life, you can think of where that might apply to you to be okay with things not always working out the way that you think they should or the way that you think that they ought to. And instead, think this is a lesson for me for the future. So stay connected to that long desire for yourself. And as long as you think it, then it's possible for you. You can still challenge you know, your thoughts and challenge what's happening without losing trust in what it is that you really want. Okay. So that's my lesson number three. So let me just recap for a minute. Lesson number one is to forgive yourself. Absolutely. And I'll just say with that, that it's really difficult. In fact, I'll stop short of saying impossible, but it's very difficult to become who it is you're intended to be if you don't forgive yourself for things that have not gone your way. Okay. So learn to let some of that go. Uh, Lesson number two is to work on all aspects of yourself. Even if it's things that you don't like, things that make you uncomfortable, things that you know are going to challenge you, work on all those things and then some. Double down on the stuff that's really, you perceive to be really difficult for you, okay? It's an opportunity. Look at it as like that. Your biggest challenge is often your biggest opportunity. And lesson number three is to trust. And this is believe and more importantly, don't lose the belief in what it is that you really desire for yourself. And trust the process and trust the plan. Trust that things are happening for you and not to you, even though some days it may not feel like that. I am, I'm sitting here on this last Tuesday in December, and I just want to tell you again how grateful I am for all of your support, for all of you sharing my show with people that you know, for all of my amazing guests who have been in this space with me this year, for everyone who's taken the time to download um, an edition of my show and listen and and hopefully walk away with helpful information. I cannot tell you what it means to me to be where we are now. We are going to be moving to a brand new platform next year because we our audience keeps growing and expanding and we want to be able to be in a position that we can continue to reach more and more people. That's really important to me. And I just can't do it without your support and with all of your 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 help and with all of your um, inspiration. I love getting your emails and your messages saying that whatever it is that I talked about was something that you absolutely needed to hear that day. That is exactly why I do what I do. So always know that you can reach out to me. Tell me about what you, what you like. Tell me about what's not going okay. Tell me what it is that we can do to help inspire you more on your self-care journey because self-care is a journey. It's always changing. It's always changing for you. It's changing for everyone else. And it evolves as we evolve because we grow and change and so will our journey. So I hope that you have a fantastic um, rest of your holiday, that your New Year's is amazing and that you have all kinds of inspiration and ideas for yourself as you head into uh, 2021. Um, I'll be sharing some more information on next week's show about 
uh, where you can find us, what our new platform is going to look like. You can still follow us on any of the nine platforms that we're on. And if you go to my website at cufitness.com, the CU, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com, and click the podcast tab, then you can see all the different platforms where we are. And if you're interested in being a guest on my show and telling your story, or if there's something that really resonates with you and you want to be able to share it with other people, then reach out to me and let me know that too. I'm always looking for for guests that have a story to tell because, you know, we're often inspired a lot more by what other people say and do and really what other people don't say and don't do as well. So think about that. We are getting ready to open up our our, um, signature online coaching program, Body Moxie. This is a three-month container where we work with you on customized workouts. We have, um, we, I also do, we do a little bit, we do some trainings too, but we do weekly workouts. So it's a chance for you to get some support and some accountability for those of you that have sort of felt out of, you know, out of kilter with not having your regular gym environment or your regular class schedule. Uh, January, of course, is really the, one of the busiest months of the year in the fitness industry. So many people want to, you know, get started on a brand new program. So So we are um, opening up enrollment um, for Body Moxie. So if you are interested in working with us um, over the next three months or so, we do have some pretty cool bonuses we're going to be offering if you join us in the first month of the year uh, that can extend for you really throughout the year. Uh, Please reach out to me at Allison with one L at cufitness.com. That's Allison at the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. And let me know. Um, I will put the link. The link to Body Moxie is actually in the show notes here. So have a look at that and you get to see all the things that that we do uh, using our six-step fit life system. This is where we can cover all of the different aspects of how we teach you to do a well-balanced fitness and self-care program. We are also going to be opening our first retreat of 2021, which we're going to be heading down to Key West in May again. Uh, We are going to be staying at the same property where we were uh, this month and it's going to be absolutely fantastic. And we only have eight spots available and a couple, we already have a couple people reaching out to us um, and expressing interest. So if this is something that you want to do, then uh, please reach out to me. Uh, We will have our retreat site up by the end of this week with some early bird discounts that will be running through January 25th. So please uh, make sure that you take note of that. um, If that's something that you want to do, Um, you really don't want to miss one of our retreat experiences. And this next one, this next year, I'm going out of my way to make sure that every experience, every experience with us is amazing, obviously. But going on a retreat experience is really just a, a once in a lifetime thing. Um, so I would definitely recommend uh, that you reach out to me if you're interested in that. We also have three ways that you can become a supporter of the show if you're feeling inspired and want to help support our message. If you go to the podcast tab again on our website, there are three opportunities to become a supporter of the show. The basic level is a $10 one-time donation. And in exchange for that, we will give you the, our personalized downloadable self-care guide that you can kind of customize to fit your life. And that's a free gift from me. Um, if you become a VIP and a supporter, then you will get also get the personalized self-care guide, but you'll also get a coupon worth 10% off any of our online programs. And that includes Body Moxie. So if that's something that you want to do, then that is a $39 one-time contribution. And if you want to become a self-care insider, which is our premium level, then we will, of course, give you the personalized self-care guide. But then you'll get access to our easy immunity course, which is a $99 value that I'm giving you as a free gift. 
and that is a $50 one-time donation. So if you're feeling like you want to support us and you're feeling moved to do so, then please feel free uh, to do that. All of those links are on my website as well at www.cufitness.com. That's the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. Uh, this is Allison Kaskowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm looking so forward to 2021 with you, to helping us share our message uh, more and reach more and more people. It's, this is just one of the, my most favorite things that I do is doing this show. And I love uh, sharing everything with you, uh, my wonderful and amazing supportive audience. We are worldwide too. And uh, we will continue to be as we reach more and more people. Uh, this is Allison Kaskowski again with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. To make it